All right, welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 61. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. And to start it off, we have some sad uh, breaking news. 15 dead in a mass shooting at Texas Elementary School. Governor Greg Abbott confirms. From the Associated Press, Uvalde, Texas, an 18-year-old gunman opened fire Tuesday at a Texas elementary school, killing 14 children, one teacher, and injuring others. Governor Greg Abbott said, and the gunman was dead. This is the deadliest shooting at U.S. grade school since the shocking attack at Sandy Hook Elementary in Newtown, Connecticut, almost a decade ago. The gunman entered Robb Elementary School in Uvalde and had a, with a handgun and a possible rifle, Abbott said. Officials have not revealed the motive for the shooting, but said the shooter was a resident of the community that's about 85 miles west of San Antonio. Abbott said the shooter was likely killed by responding officers, but that the events were still being investigated. Uvalde Consolidated Independent School District Chief of Police Pete Arredondo said at a news conference that the gunman acted alone. So, I was outside, uh, working outside, and then I hopped in my truck. I had to get gas, which, by the way, regular gas is regular gas is approaching five dollars, which you know that that's crazy, also. And I listened to an AM news talk show uh, in my car, and they were talking about guns. And I didn't know the shooting happened, and and they're just going about guns, and everybody's like guns, guns, and and automatic assault rifles, and but it's just like they were worked up into a frenzy over this. And this is a tragedy, of course, but it's right away. It's like the guns, and they had some guy on the phone. I don't know who it was. They didn't say his name. I I missed that part. He's quoting the Constitution, saying that guns need to be regulated because it says it in the Second Amendment that uh, each state shall have a well-regulated militia. And it does say that, but before it says you have a right to bear arms and it shall not be infringed. Then it goes to state that every state shall have a well-regulated militia. And he's using that militia quote to say that guns see they wanted guns regulated no they they didn't it says it in the first part and i was very surprised that this station had this guy on or they didn't really correct them or let him kept blabbing on because this is like bad information going out there to people somebody hears that and they're 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 quoting it and and thinking that yeah it has to be regulated now just to clarify what uh each state having a well regular regulated militia meant by the founders was that during peacetime there was no national army we didn't have a, na- a military back then so every state was required to have some sort of like army or you could say state tr- like state troopers some type of militia where if there was a threat, a foreign threat or something, the states could gra- get their militias together and defend the country. See, they didn't want to have states with like farmers with pitchforks when if the need came up to defend the country. So they had to have some type of, you know, regulatory thing saying that either they started like a reserves type situation or they required the citizens to have some training. Everybody had a gun back there back then so it was just they needed something where if they needed to call these people up they would be ready and to defend and defend the country or you know that's what it was not that they had to regulate the guns this guy was is out of his mind 
And like out of three people on this radio station, one guy only had like common sense saying, hey, criminals will still get guns. There's always a black market. Like you're not going to stop it by taking away guns from from citizens. And he's correct. That's totally true. But the left is going to use this to scream to take away the guns and take away the guns and ban guns in this country. And that's not the issue. That's not the problem or, quote unquote, the root cause. It's the same thing in this country. Abortion guns, abortion guns over and over since the last 44 years I've been on this planet. It's, it's, it's insane. I'm, I'm going to get into the details of what's wrong. Now, first thing is, I don't know the laws in Texas, but I generally know that in other states, the schools are gun-free zones. So what do the crazies do? They go to the schools because, you know what, there's, they know it, there's no guns there and nobody will be shooting back. So there, there's one thing. Number two, I caught a clip of a news, article, a news uh, broadcast on this about a couple minutes before I started, and they showed a picture of the suspect who's dead. And he's a Latino man. Now, this being Texas, uh, we should look into his status in this country. And what, 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 what's that about? Is he legal? Is he illegal? What's going on? Is he like some crazy criminal that crossed the border? It is Texas, right? So that's another thing. Third and final point is capital punishment. You got to bring back the death penalty for these violent criminals. It's it's it has to be done. You're not going to do it any other way. People have to see consequences for their actions. You and bail reform in in these big cities, you you have to hold these people in jail. You can't release them. People violent criminals cannot run around on the streets. And I have a bonus suggestion also if you want to really get crazy is maybe promote uh your citizens to become lawful gun owners and promote gun safety classes and let people become familiar with guns and how to use them and don't just vilify guns and make people afraid of them. Now, I'm not a security expert, but I'm pretty sure I know after Sandy Hook, a lot of schools are locked during classes and you can't just go into the school and walk in. You have to, if you're picking up your kid early or you're going to visit or you go in there, you have to ring a bell. Somebody got to ask who you, some schools even have codes that you have to give to know that it's actually a parent to come get your kid. Uh, I don't know why, how this guy got into this school in Texas. Maybe it's a small town and they didn't do that, but, uh, most schools should be locked during classes and there's like only one way in and one way out for people. Of course, there's fire exits if there's a fire, but just if you want to enter the school, there has to be a certain place where you only enter in so you can stop crazies from coming in. Now, let's look at this guy that did the shooting, right? He's an 18-year-old Latin kid, right? And he goes and shoots up at an elementary school. Now, it's not a high school. It's an elementary school. He's 18. He sh you know, should be almost going to college or not, if not in college already. So what possesses this guy to go into an elementary school and shoot it up? Now, I know everyone is different. Everyone comes from different backgrounds and life and families. But when I was 18, I you had friends when you were 18. You, 18 is such a great age. You're like high school. You have no real responsibility. You're an adult. You run around. You do things with your friends. There's girls, girlfriends. There was nothing that ever really was that upsetting where I wanted to go and take out a classroom full of elementary school kids. And yes, being 18 is a challenging time. It can be because you're changing from, you know, you were a kid and now you're going into an adult and there's all the, you know, you're, you're, you're just, you're, you're learning life, you know. And so it can be, but I don't think, you know, to kill kids, uh, that means, you know, what I would hate to see your household or how you're growing up. It's, it's bad.
now I've been out of school for a while, but what I hear and what I see is that schools have so many resources and so many things to help kids and there's safe spaces now. So, I, you know, even if you do come from a troubled home or you have some issues, there's so, supposedly so many resources at school, you know. But I guess you never know what really someone is going through unless you're in their shoes. So it's easier to contemplate this, but, you know, that, that's a tragedy what happened, really. And I believe this is bigger than just guns. Uh, guns is an inanimate object. If you get rid of all the guns, uh, you know, somebody, there's a hammer laying around, somebody picks it up and goes into a crowd and starts bashing people over the head. That's the same, uh, you know. It's going to do damage. Yes, maybe not as much of a gun, but still, uh, the, the, the deeper issue is, is why are people doing this? Like, what is going on in people's heads that they feel they have to do this? But in general, governments are reactionary. So until something happens, uh, they won't do anything. They won't decide to look into it. It could be guns. They'll take away guns, make guns illegal, and then people start stabbing each other, and then they'll just make knives illegal, and then, you know, it's forks and so on and so on. If something happens, they feel they have to do something and to say, well, I did this, but it's not the right solution to the problem. So there's this thing that's been going on in this country that I like to call safetyism. And it's like we're we're conditioned to keep people safe or have the government keep us safe. It's like this thing that's been going on for many years now. Now, I'll use like when you have kids, I'll use a personal example, right? You have you walk into like these kids stores, bye bye baby or whatever it is. And there's eight million things household like safety things to keep you like latches and and outlet plugs and bumpers and glue things and everything to keep your kid quote-unquote safe oh and i can't forget the uh stove gas knob covers so there's all these things and great if you were to put all these products in your house because you want to keep your kids safe what are you actually doing you're actually making your kid child oblivious to certain dangers out there example like my wife and I we didn't buy any of that stuff we kept the kids out of the kitchen you know they would crawl you take them out no 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 stay out of there and of course does that take time and is that taxing yes but that's being a parent and now my kids are bigger we explain to them listen you don't go here you don't go there you don't do that and yes or no because they they have to learn what's boundaries you don't use the stove you don't hang out in the kitchen you don't play with the pots in the kitchen because you can get hurt uh stoves are hot you don't know kids usually run in so it's it's basically just stay out of the kitchen and when you get older we will teach you how to use the kitchen but they know that they're not supposed to do that because they get hurt and kids are kids and they won't listen sometimes. And the perfect example is I had the dishwasher. I was unloading the dishwasher or loading it, but the dishwasher door was down. And my son came into the kitchen and I said, not now, I'm unloading, wait. And he wanted, but he turned around and then he just started walking backwards. And he tripped into the door and nearly took the door off the thing. Thank God he didn't hurt himself, but he tripped over the door from the dishwasher. And at that point, I picked him up. I said, you're okay? Yeah, and he was a little spooked. And I said, this is why we tell you not to be in the kitchen. And he learned his, and they kind of learned their lessons. But, you know, now you can apply this to guns also. Uh, 
you know, I grew up in a, my father was a hunter and guns were part of being at home. Like there was guns at home. Uh, I shot BB guns when I learned how to shoot guns, BB guns first, and then to 22 rifles and shotguns and pistols. And I learned what a gun was and what it was used for. It was used for target practice. It was used for hunting and at the very, 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 you know, last resort as self-defense. I knew how to distinguish a real gun from a toy gun. That's what happens when people don't expose their kids to guns and have guns or have a gun in the house and they think it might be a toy and then next thing you know, you get one of those tragedies where a sibling ends up shooting a sibling because they thought it was a toy or, or didn't know, you know, they didn't know it was a real gun because nobody showed it or explained it to them. And now when you're in the real world, you can, you know, if you, you're familiar, if somebody's holding a gun, you're not like, is that his cell phone? You know when somebody's holding, when you know guns, you know when somebody's holding a gun and not a cell phone. Uh, you can, you understand, you, you know how a gun shot sounds, you can be aware of that. Uh, you can be aware if somebody has a rifle or a pistol, you can know like basically gauge how far they can shoot what kind of damage it could done where to hide what to hide behind if you're you know there's you're, you're familiar you're not just like this you see a gun and you're just frozen because the government just tells you guns are bad guns are bad guns are evil and then that gets people into more trouble you know how a gun sounds when it dry fires when you dry fire it you know you, you it's you you can see maybe a crazy guy has a gun and people start freaking out but you hear like the clicking that he's dry firing so all right the guy you know obviously it's unloaded may might be loaded but it's not shooting so you, you don't have to panic as much you can keep your head cool a little bit more uh so these are things that people should be aware of you know now i didn't plan to really stay on this subject for so long but it just happened because i believe that this is one of our uh most important one of the, probably the most important right we have now is the second amendment um and if anyone tells you all oh, that that's not how you interpret it or it's interpreted this way no you interpret it how the founding fathers at that time meant it to be interpreted and you have a right to bear arms and it shall not be infringed and what whatever's going on in this country these days, like that's one of the best things to prevent complete tyranny in this country is that the citizens are armed and then the government has some fear of the citizens because that's what keeps the government at bay from doing very crazy things to its citizenry. So it is that time that I bring this episode to an end. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, I am your host, Anthony T. This is the Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. This is a value-for-value value podcast. You can stream Satoshis. There are no advertisements here, so we can say what we like and how we like it. And I will see you next week. Thank you. All in the race. And in the race.